It's July 22nd, 2022, and this is your DSR Daily Brief. I'm Grant Haver. Chris Kotnor is out on special assignment. Our top story today? Turkey says a deal has been reached with Russia to allow Ukraine to resume exports of grain through the Black Sea. It is to be signed today in Istanbul by Ukraine, Russia, Turkey, and UN Secretary General Antonio Guterres. Diplomats say the plan includes Ukrainian vessels guiding grain ships in and out through mined port waters, Russia agreeing to a truce while shipments move, and Turkey, supported by the United Nations, inspecting ships to allay Russian fears of weapon smuggling. The European Council has imposed restrictive measures on 54 individuals and 10 entities, including Sparebank, in response to Russia's aggression against Ukraine. We are listing another major Russian bank, Sparebank, and preventing it from conducting transactions outside of Russia, EU Foreign Policy Chief Josep Borrell said this morning. Burrell went on to say that we are effectively banning Russia's most significant export after energy, Russian gold. He also said that we are extending the exemption of transactions for agricultural products and transfer of oil to third countries because the EU is doing its part to ensure we can overcome the looming global food crisis. A missing turbine that Moscow says has caused the Nord Stream 1 pipeline to pump less gas to Europe is stuck in transit in Germany because Russia has so far not given the go-ahead to transport it back, two people familiar with the matter told Reuters. It is currently unclear when the turbine can be returned, the people said, adding this could still take days or even weeks. Last month, Moscow cut the capacity of Nord Stream 1 by 60%, citing the delayed return of the turbine being serviced by German power equipment company Siemens Energy. Russia has said that the return of the turbine had a direct impact on the pipeline's safe operation, adding documentation from Siemens Energy needed to reinstall it was still missing. One of the sources said Moscow had so far not provided the documents needed to import the turbine into Russia, including details on where exactly to deliver it and via which customs station. Elsewhere, former U.S. President Donald Trump watched last year's Capitol riot on TV at the White House, ignoring his children and aides who begged him to rebuke the mob the January 6th committee heard in a hearing last night. He chose not to act, said Adam Kensinger, one of the two Republicans on the Democratic-led committee. The panel is seeking to build a case that Mr. Trump acted illegally in a bid to overturn his defeat by Joe Biden in the 2020 presidential election. Members of the committee have suggested there might be enough evidence to charge Mr. Trump with counts such as obstructing an official proceeding of Congress, conspiracy to defraud the American people, or witness tampering. Security forces in Sri Lanka raided the main anti-government protest camp in the capital early this morning, arresting protesters 
and dismantling tents. Hundreds of troops and police commandos moved on the protesters outside the presidential offices in Colombo, hours before they were due to leave the area. Police described the incident as a, quote, special operation to take back control of the presidential secretariat. It comes as Randall Wickram Singh was sworn in as president on Thursday after ex-president Gotabaya Rajapaksa fled the country last week. Mr. Wickram Singh, the former prime minister, is seen as deeply unpopular with the public and has vowed tough action against demonstrators. A raid of Rio de Janeiro's largest complex of favelas that left at least 18 people dead has sparked renewed complaints of excessive police violence and ignited debate over how to handle crime ahead of state and presidential elections. Rio authorities said 16 suspected criminals were killed in confrontations with police in Complexo do Elmeo, Fulvela, along with a police officer and a woman. The raid targeted a criminal group that stole cars and robbed banks and invaded nearby neighborhoods. Videos circulating on social media showed intense shootouts between criminals as well as a police helicopter flying low over the small brick houses. Rio's police have used helicopters to shoot at targets, even in densely populated residential areas, and video showed shots being fired from the flavella at the aircraft. At the site of the raid, Associated Press reporters saw residents carrying about 10 bodies as bystanders shouted, We want peace. Italy is headed for an early election after its president accepted Prime Minister Mario Draghi's resignation Thursday and decided there was no possibility for cobbling together another government following the rapid collapse of the ruling coalition. The demise of Draghi's coalition in the Eurozone's third-largest economy and the uncertainty of what Italian voters will decide at the polls have dealt a destabilizing blow to the country and Europe amid rising inflation and Russia's war in Ukraine. Dissolving parliament is always the last choice to make, President Sergio Mattarella said in a brief speech at the presidential palace where Draghi had tendered his resignation hours earlier. Mattarella's office said the election will be held on September 25th. Heavy gunfire was heard early this morning at the main military base outside Mali's capital of Bamako before easing after about an hour in what residents of the camp say they believed was an attack by Islamist militants. The army said late on Thursday that al-Qaeda-linked militants had staged coordinated attacks against several military camps earlier in the day, several hundred kilometers north of Bamako, killing one soldier and wounding 15. Mali's military spokesman was not immediately available for comment, and an official with the president declined to comment. In lighter news, we've all heard that James Bond prefers his vodka martini shaken and not stirred. But what would the fictional British spy have to say about a $15 Velveeta martini? Starting earlier this week, Velveeta partnered with BLT Restaurant Group to release a limited edition Veltini. The drink combines a Velveeta-infused vodka, olive brine, and vermouth in a cheesed-rimmed martini glass with a cocktail pick of Velveeta-stuffed olives and jumbo Velveeta shells and cheese. 
a reviewer was not particularly impressed, saying the Veltini, on the other hand, looks as if someone had dumped a cheese plate into lukewarm bathwater. That's all the news we have for you this week. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so that more people can find the show. If you have a tip, topic, or correction you'd like to flag for us, please email us at podcasts at thedsrnetwork.com. Members of the DSR Network will receive an evening newsletter version of the DSR Daily Brief and bonus weekend briefs. This weekend, we'll speak with Danielle Gilbert of the Air Force Academy about Brittany Griner and hostage diplomacy. Go to thedsrnetwork.com and become a member to make sure you never miss any of our analysis. If you want more in-depth discussion of these issues, be sure to follow the links in the show notes to read our sources, and tune into Deep State Radio today to hear David Rothkoff and Kavita Patel talk with Norm Eisen, E.J. Dion, and Neil Catchall about last night's January 6th committee hearing. Stay safe and stay tuned to the DSR Daily Brief.